0: I'm Grantham Jones, and this is the Santa Fe Christian Athletics Podcast, a space dedicated to highlighting the stories of our coaches, players, and staff, with the aim of seeing how Jesus uses sports for his kingdom. All right, we are here live uh, for the third installment of the SFC Athletics Podcast uh, for a woman that <laughs> needs no introduction because he is doing it for her, Coach Amanda Miles. Thank you for being on.
1: Thanks for having me. Um,
0: this, is a, <laughs> this is quite an experience because uh, it's our third installment, um, but also uh, Coach Miles has a child attached to her currently and is bouncing.
1: Henry says Hi.
0: <laughs> So if you hear any uh, rogue noises in the night, it's uh, not Halloween themed. It's because there's a baby here. Um, so if we pause or we'll jump in and out, that's why. Um, but let's jump right into it. Um, yeah. So Coach uh, Miles is our head volleyball coach of the uh, SFC uh, Lady Eagles that are currently uh, have the semifinals for CIFD one.
1: Tomorrow? Correct.
0: Division one. Division one. Um, that's. Crazy, because, I mean, we're also Coastal League champs, right?
1: Correct. We, we snuck it in.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, feel, it feels like this is what, this is back-to-back years, Coastal League, or two... Um,
1: Well, no, we won two out of the last three years that I've been here, um, but we're trying to defend our CIF title
0: currently. Okay, so yes. last year was CIF, also D1.
1: Also D1, yes, and the year before that was CIF Open Division.
0: Okay, can you explain to me and, like, not in a minute or less how open division works because I don't understand it all.
1: Yeah, so in the beginning of the year, um, teams are set in divisions one through five. and um, On size? on No, on actually their previous record. So nice. they took, when they first did this a few years ago, um, I think it was four years ago, they did it based on their past ten years of winning. But anyways, at the end of the year, um, there's like, it's basically an RPI um, okay. ranking of like you get points for every win or loss and mm-hmm. then the top eight teams in division one go into open and compete in CIF and then the other 16 go stay in division One.
0: Oh, nice mm-hmm. okay
1: so we're the we're technically the ninth seed but we're the one seed in division
0: one yeah I'm smiling half because uh, I'm just happy and half because you were just bouncing so much <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so uh so what is your background in volleyball how did you get plugged in with Santa Fe um yeah start with that
1: Great, yeah. I ha- I have been playing volleyball uh, since I was eight years old competitively. I've it's been my life. Um, never thought I'd be a coach because I didn't actually really wasn't that into kids. <laughs> now here I have two of my own and I'm working with kids every day. Um, but I yeah I have been playing since I was little and then coaching ever since I was in college. And I moved North County with my family a few years ago and. It was just amazingly God that it opened up. The position opened up right when I, um, right when I moved up here, and so I applied. And yeah, God placed me here.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Um, And so then, uh, are you are you San Diego native? (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. This is hilarious.
1: Uh, I'm not a San Diego native. I'm actually from Eugene, Oregon. Go Ducks.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, uh, where did you did you you play college ball?
1: I played college volleyball. I started at um, Idaho State in the Big Sky, and then transferred to Point Loma Nazarene University. I
0: was an <laughs> I was an APU guy myself. Oh man! And uh, so she's currently laying, laying Henry down. Or pink, okay, now he's out of the Bjorn. This is amazing. Okay, so um, but uh, so I was an APU guy myself. So we were like, but Point Loma, I feel like. Um, when I was there, would always trash us. You really good, but, um, oh. uh, but yeah, that's awesome. So then, um, after you graduated and then, uh, did you, you played four years, at so Idaho State.
1: At Idaho State for two years, um, wasn't a great fit for me, uh, just my personality academically. And so I looked to go to a school that was going to prepare me for my future and, um, just was blessed enough to have the doors open at Point Loma Nazarene and end up, um, at a Christian school, which was my first Christian school experience, and um, I ended up getting my master's from them because I just loved it so much. I loved the Christ-centered atmosphere, and um, really enjoyed my time there.
0: Yeah, and then how do you how do like how do you feel the different like contextually how different uh, being in a Christian environment now working, um, and then I guess also playing like shifting over to Point Loma, and then now even working at a Christian school.
1: Yeah, and it's hard for me to even imagine myself or my kids. Um, Competing for a school that um, doesn't put God in the middle of it and where you're not able to praise him openly It's like it's very hard for me to to picture that now, but um, I I feel like it just empowers me as a coach to be able to actually convey my message and Really the power in it is having people pray over you um, and be able to support you and what you <laughs> want to do um, and, and the staff and the the girls um you know when they show up, no matter what their background is of their day or um, their family situation, um, you know that it all comes back you know, to, to having Christ at the center and that we all have the same goal and we're all part of the same family. So you're able to push all the little silly things to, aside to have a common goal, which yeah. has been great.
0: And then how have you kind of seen, uh, I guess like the mentorship, at, like in a coaching role, have you seen... The mentorship of coaching especially at Santa Fe um, kind of play out in uh, kind of showing uh, young people Jesus in that way.
1: So in terms of us being able to speak to the kids or coaches to coaches?
0: Oh yeah I guess either yeah. (laughs) Well
1: (laughs) I will tell you um, having an athletic director like Chad Bickley who is so uh, just immersed in your season like he knows what's going on and he's there to support you has been amazing and know that he's praying for you every day and then I've got a support staff that calls me on my stuff if I, if they need it, you know, they need to, Mm -hmm. and, um, is just there to hear my many questions, but I, yeah, I honestly, I really feel like the girls are impacting me like more than I'm impacting them sometimes. And, um, it's, it's a constant it's a constant struggle for everyone in their walk, right? And I, I think that I come here to Santa Fe Christian not just to mentor young women, but mm-hmm. to fill up and to really hear every, see everyone's testimony be played out in, in everyday and see them go through struggles and learn from that, and and hopefully they can learn from mine and mistakes that I make and corrections that I can make, and so
0: yeah, totally. I, I, it's funny that you say it, like it's kind of there's like this like give and take that you get like coaching Absolutely. here, and I. I, even today we had our last uh, kids clinic for the lower school football and uh, <laughs> we were like playing uh, like four on four with the kindergartners and it's a process to even get them to like hike it and throw it to each other and everything but I um, they were uh, I, there was this one moment where one of the kids uh, just threw it like pretty pretty hard and just hit the other kid right in the face and then like he like looked at me and I thought maybe he'd start crying and he was just hysterically laughing and I was just like thought to myself like I was like you know like it's been like I've been here since like 6 a.m or whatever like people have been here even earlier than me and and the scene cars in the parking lot just rolling up and um I just like been here all day and it feels like even when you get in the rhythm of things it's like you have so many of these little moments where you're just like the joy that exudes from these kids is like, like
1: can we just have a little bit of that in our everyday life oh I uh my first year here I had a team stacked full of seniors and I had the best player in the country and it was my first season at a pretty high profile school yeah and I'm young and I'm nervous and I uh Anyway, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself. When we finished the season, we ended up like winning a lot and having a great, great season. And it's interesting because... When you ask these girls like what they remember, like they remember all the little moments that mm-hmm. made it great, and not just winning the ring, and that's so cool. Yeah, and if you ask them why they play Santa Fe Christian Volleyball, it's because of the relationships that they have with each other and how it can strengthen their relationship with God. And any time that I want to be stressed about winning or performance or anything as a coach, which we do, we want to perform in our job, uh, they they humble me, they bring me right back to the center of it, and it's it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I I was having a conversation with. Nick Farrell, which actually, first episode, feel free to go back and listen to it. Shameless plug. Um, (laughs) uh, He said, uh, he talked to me, uh, or said something, uh, it feels like a couple weeks ago. He said, I'd rather have, you know, go 0-10 in in football and have, uh, you know... Forty kids that just absolutely uh, love each other and ha- are learning to love God in the process, then go ten and zero, and you know have kids that you know might not talk to each other after the season ends. And so, I mean, and it's
1: a fine line as a coach where you want to foster these relationships, but you also want to keep them focused and teach them what it's like to grind out for a goal. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of sports is it it teaches you. There's so many parallels to draw to draw on in life and how many trials that they'll actually face that are a little different than you know being down 14-0 in a game like you know you they face some real life trials and so uh it's a fine balance as a coach for sure
0: yeah it's funny to hear that as you're holding a child (laughs) switching arms back and forth it's a balance yeah and uh i think as i uh get like kind of get to know this the santa fe christian culture um it really does feel like it's uh fostered from this mentality where we start with you know loving these kids loving them through prayer and uh but not compromising this ideology of actually championships matter like when like like winning is fun because it's because winning is fun, and, like, think that is a... Uh, and you
1: get to glorify God through all the work that you put in, yeah. which is the beauty, yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I think God God likes to win, so God yeah. likes to let us win. He so, loves
1: it when his people win.
0: Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> but then, so I guess as this is, the, you know, by the time people are listening to this, we'll probably already have played in a semifinal game or at least, you know, rolling up to it and that, and that sort of thing. Just specifically this season of the 2018 girls like how have you uh, seen this season kind of play out um in just it, whether it's glorifying god or just uh how they've grown uh pre how how are feeling about the team to like now uh just any any of those and all of those
1: man it's been a season of growth but you maybe don't see it if you're looking from the outside because i think you know we lost a, a, some big pieces of our of our team with our seniors but we came back with a lot and so and we win league and we're the number one seed. But if you really knew us on the day in and day out, like we've all been growing with each other and there's been interpersonal struggles, but um, nothing that has derailed us from what our core values are. Um, And that's confidence, unity, and passion and all those things that, you know, we keep bringing it back to that. And, and, And really our devotion to the relationships and to our relationship with God has kept us centered. But I would categorize it as, as definitely a roller coaster of growth. Um, yeah. We grow a little, we step back. We grow a little, we step back and learning a lot yeah. about ourselves as uh, leaders and followers.
0: Yeah, that's good. So I have, I've always wanted to know this and I finally okay. have this like amazing platform to do this. Um, when volleyballers, like whether you lose a point or you win a point, you all jump in the middle. and We middle. come together. You go, we yeah. look at
1: each other, we touch each other.
0: Yeah. So then what is, what's going on in there? Like, cause it's usually like a, and then it's done. Like, it's just, like, it's a couple's thing, and then it's done, and then you guys are, like, back set. Like, what do you say in that? Like, I mean, from all your volleyball experience, go.
1: And I don't know what they what they say. Um, I have a feeling I, I kind of know. I mean, there's usually one, maybe two voices that recenter us if it's, like, a point that we lost and we were off assignment, maybe they'll get us back on assignment of what we need to do for that next play. Maybe it's, Hey, forget about it. Next one, let's score here. Um, Our girls knowing them, it's, it's, I would say it's 90% positive. Like they're pretty positive kids. Um, but the, the idea of that is there's a mental side to every sport, right? So, um, I would say the mental part of volleyball is momentum because there's, there's short bursts of points and, um, it's like, you know, watching the Oregon Ducks, how they used to play, play football, right? They they want that momentum and they want to keep going with the no huddle yeah, and they yeah. want to go fast and fast. So being able to huddle and stop and refocus, or even just if you win, like center, touch each other, look at each other, it's like positive reinforcement. Um, that helps you control the momentum of what you want.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And it's like, I, I feel like when they jump in and, and, and do that sort of thing, it kind of reminds me of like, like, all of us sort of need that in our daily life, is, like, that's, that like, I'll be walking around, and sometimes, like, if I have a setback, and I'm, or say I'm, like, walking around campus, I feel like I am notorious for, like, tripping in front of students, like, I don't know what it is, but I just have to have this, like, recentering, whereas, like, whatever the you phrase is. You wish could have a huddle? Yeah, so I really do wish I could have a huddle, that's what I'm trying to say, I mean, but You're, a
1: no, you're not a no-huddle kind of guy. Yeah, no, no. it's no. just,
0: that's no, so good. <laughs> yeah, and, um... I guess as I uh, kind of trying to wrap things up, as you're he's been so good. Like, he's, been, he's the best baby that there is. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, just as just kind of wrapping up this like third installment and my dream of having all of the you know the coaches on and and, and that sort of thing. Uh, just like if you could vision cast for uh, just your like volleyball uh, experience from like this point forward, from everything that you like you've accomplished with like these you know CIF championships and the, Co- and the Coastal League and and what have you. Uh, like, what would you say like uh, at at the end of like your time coaching like that like you would want your your girls to remember your seasons by?
1: Yeah. It's a big question yeah, i I want them I want them to always have gotten something out of it and grow like i I don't I coach because those are that's the fun challenge for me is like, how do I? how do I address each kid or address a team and get them to like take something away? I don't want to show up and just give them some volleyball drills and be like, oh man, she taught me how to fix my platform and how to swing down the line or whatever it is. Like I want them to be like, man, this is what I learned and like to actually apply to life. Um, and sometimes, and I've seen that so far in my career, like I I don't make, I don't always make friends with everyone on the team and they're not <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't win the popularity contest, I should say. Yeah. Um, but I do want them to look back and be like, she loved me and He's she so cared good. about me so and good. I learned something. It's one thing in four years. I'll take it. But I just want... That's what I want. I don't want it to be like, man, she was just mean the whole time and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's okay if I am if I am mean sometimes or if I am pushing them. Um, and I make mistakes, you know, as a coach. So um, I just want them to be able to know that they're loved and to be able to grow in some way.
0: Yeah. Well. Um, Thank you so much for being on. And I I, and I I, must commend you. Like, when I came out for senior night and I was watching uh, your young girls, like, reading these, like, heartfelt, like, letters. Oh, fletters, they love each other. Were, this team loves each other. Love <laughs> each other. They love each other. They're, like, weeping. I mean, it went that on. That precedes for, me. Yeah. I'm not going to
1: take credit for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, It went on for, like, legit, like, 10 minutes or even longer of them, like, just pouring the hearts out for each other. And so I think that, like, I mean something is going absolutely right and i'm excited to see how the season pans out and thank you so much yeah i mean it's been a blast and the baby's been awesome too
1: (laughs) yeah go eagles
0: (laughs) that was coach amanda miles such a fun time hearing her experience with sfc and her passion for this place and also hearing her little baby henry having a great time if you're interested in hearing more episodes we have three up feel free to hit that subscribe button or go download the Talent app for all things SFC athletics. And also please partner with our staff and families and praying for our athletes. We hope to see you soon, because God is good all the time. And go eat.